In this episode, we will explore energy drinks. We will see what goes into energy drinks, how they affect the body, and how it's used among college students and athletes. That's all coming up on Wellbeing Simplified. No one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke. Your love to your way. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. But I'll be there for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wellbeing Simplified. My name is Maggie, and I'm your host for this podcast. Did you clap along to our intro? I did. I don't know why, but whenever I hear a really upbeat song, like I'll Be There For You, I just have a sudden surge of energy. I know some people immediately feel recharged after listening to a really upbeat song, or taking a nap, or having a certain kind of drink. In our caffeine episode, we were talking about sources of caffeine, and energy drinks was mentioned. Now, I promised to dedicate a whole episode to it, so here it is. But before we start, I want to make a quick disclaimer. All the content in this episode is not to recommend any consumption of any food and or beverages for any person in any way. This is all simply a collection of information from health experts and institutions. So. Without further ado, let's get to it. First, let's see what goes into energy drinks. Although there are many, many ingredients, of which the majority I can't even pronounce, I wanted to focus on a select few. According to the National Center for Biotechnology Information, the number one ingredient in energy drinks is, surprise, surprise, caffeine, with varying amounts from as low as six milligrams to as high as 1200 milligrams which is the equivalent of 12 cups of coffee. Now, may I remind you, the safe amount of caffeine the FDA recommends is 300 to 400 milligrams, so three to four cups of coffee. The issue with the caffeine in energy drinks in particular is that it's a large amount of caffeine in a small amount of liquid, and it's consumed in a short amount of time. Additionally, it's also combined with other ingredients. One such ingredient is taurine, which is an amino acid you can naturally find in the human body. Taurine has a role in electrolyte balance, the development of the nervous system, and controlling of calcium levels. Taurine supplements, with a doctor's approval, has also been beneficial towards patients with certain heart conditions to decrease inflammation of the heart, as shown by a study by Mehdi Ahmadian at the Department of Physical Education and Sports Sciences at Azad Islamic University in Iran. So why is it added in energy drinks? Turns out, there's not enough research to determine why it's there in the first place or how it directly affects the human body. Because energy drinks have such a large mixture of other substances, it's really hard to pinpoint the effects of only one thing. It would be like if you ate at a new restaurant and you got sick. What specific thing in the food caused it? Was it the food itself or an ingredient, like a spice used in the food? Speaking of spice and everything nice, another key ingredient is sugar, and lots of it. Some other ingredients that you may not be aware of are ginseng, which is a root used for its benefits to increase energy and reduce stress. However, high amounts of ginseng can result in heart palpitations, headaches, and insomnia. Which brings us to our next question. How does the consumption of energy drinks affect the human body? For starters, remember, 
It's a large amount of caffeine and a large amount of sugar in a small bottle. It will definitely get you to wake up, but you will be bound to experience something called jolt and crash, meaning you will be wide awake and be able to focus, but the effects only last for so long, and you just suddenly lose all that energy. You crash. You will be like an elementary school student who ate all their Halloween candy in one go and they knock out before 9 p.m. So when you feel tired again, you will reach out for another energy drink to get the same effect and the cycle can keep on repeating. Because there's also such a large amount of caffeine, it may be more than what some people are used to, called caffeine overdose. Healthline reports some common symptoms of caffeine overdose, but keep in mind, these may not show up right away. They include irritability, shakiness, headache, and dizziness. There can also be more extreme symptoms, like an irregular heartbeat, chest pain, and uncontrollable muscle movements. What happens on the inside of the body? The Fisher Titus Medical Center reports that due to the high amount of caffeine and sugar in energy drinks, with an increased heart rate, increased blood pressure follows. Also, it makes you want to use the bathroom a little more which can be a risk for dehydration if you don't properly drink water afterwards. Now, let's see an application to all this. In 2007, a survey was done by researchers at East Carolina University to better understand energy drink consumption among college students. They surveyed 496 randomly selected college students in the Central Atlantic region. They were asked questions like, how many energy drinks do they consume in a month? and when do they reach for an energy drink. They were given six situations in which to mark when they consumed an energy drink, and they could pick multiple scenarios. Additionally, researchers looked at how the consumption of energy drinks affected the health of the students. Here are the results. Over half of the participants responded that they have more than one energy drink per month. 67% of the participants, that's 332 out of the 496, said they consumed an energy drink to wake themselves up from insufficient sleep. In second place, 62% responded that they consumed an energy drink for a general need of energy. And lastly, in third place, 57% consumed an energy drink mixed with alcohol at a party. And this is a warning, mixing alcohol with energy drinks is extremely dangerous. So now, how did it affect the students? Do you remember the side effects of caffeine overdose we mentioned earlier? Students reported experiencing headaches, heart palpitations, and jolt and crash episodes. If you're interested in learning more about the study, it's available online at the National Center for Biotechnology Information website. Now, you might be thinking, being college students, how does it affect academic performance? Turns out, the answer isn't very clear. Scientists have attempted to look at any possible relationships between energy drinks consumed and academic scores, but it's very difficult to find a strong relationship or any relationship at all between the two because there are other external factors that can play a role. So what about athletes? Although energy drinks can provide that extra boost of energy, remember, dehydration is a concern, especially with athletes involved in summer sports. The Fisher Titus Medical Center recommends the best thing to drink is good old H2O, water. If you want to get fancy, dihydrogen monoxide. Another thing that you can drink is a caffeine-free sports drink to compensate water and salt loss from sweat if you're exercising in the heat for a long period of time. But always remember, drink water and not replace it with anything else. 
However, bottom line with all this information, further research is being conducted to better understand how energy drinks and specific ingredients impact the human body directly. So that way, we don't have to guess. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Wellbeing Simplified. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at wellbeingsimplified2020 for updates on episodes, health and fitness tips, and some hilarious health pictures for your entertainment pleasure. New episodes are uploaded every Wednesday on Anchor and Spotify at 10 a.m. Pacific time. See you next time.